Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since season one. And I'm Kyle and Kim, if you keep fucking asking me if I'm a stripper, I'm going to pet my way out of this podcast so fast. (laughs) Most action-packed episode all season where has this season been like everything happened so much shit was going on kyle and i got to watch this episode together we're recording this a day earlier than usual because christmas vacation and damn good episode just ended five minutes ago we are recording yes so this episode is is going to be a little bit different we I normally watch an episode two or three times, take way more notes, go over them many times, look at what people are saying on Instagram and Twitter. Nothing of that today. We're fresh off of watching. I never do any of that, so <laughs> I'm ready to go per usual. Yeah. Um, what were your overall thoughts? So much happened. It was um, a lot. Yeah. Good, great episode overall. Best episode of the season, I'm going to say. Easily, so far. I'm so happy we got to see Tanya at Summer Herbalism Camp (laughs) because it was just the best. We got like a little bit of that before the 90 with Mike Al too in Nigeria. I feel like we got a little taste. I mean, it would have been just as funny, I think, to have double Sinjin just kind of (laughs) hanging around, like mowing the lawn a lot, playing clown music while he's drinking Irish coffees. No, he's got to ask next time he grabs that Jack oh, Daniels. He, he, Jesus Christ. He needs to go get his own fucking whiskey. So angry. This motherfucker is your goddamn landscaper right? for 30 days, and he can't even like pinch some Evan Williams. Or, I, no, sorry, Jack. Yeah, we're, we're not quite some at that class level. $10 Jack Daniels. Seriously. If he had a goddamn car, he could go get you some more Jack Daniels, bitch. No, she doesn't trust him, though. He has to be responsible Fucking with the car, Kyle. He's responsible enough for the lawnmower, and that's it. It's the only piece of equipment he could drive in that house. Well, we know where Tanya gets it from. Yeah. Yeah, we do. She's awful. I just, I got so excited in the previews watching Sinjin, like, raking, and it just exceeded my expectations. It was great. It was so great. <laughs> Especially in the robe, walking around, singing. <laughs> I mean... You guys wonder what my month off of working was like? That was it. (laughs) Except I didn't have a fucking harpy with a rolling pin chasing me around telling me to mow the goddamn lawn. Seriously. God, I hate her. Before we get into the episode, just quickly, we will not have an episode next week. We're on winter break. We just couldn't make it work. So don't give us one star reviews because we didn't have an episode. <laughs> we will just, talk about we it. We will just. talk about it the following week. I was actually hoping that they might take a break on TLC, but no, I see the episodes like no. airing next week. So no mercy for no podcasters. Mercy. Yeah. So we will be back on January 6th. Um, did you see any other evidence on, on the, the social medias this week? Nothing too crazy that we haven't covered on our Patreon like B-side episodes. That's true. So if you want to know all the goss, you know, we talk about it all the time on this show. But on our Patreon episodes, we've been recording a bunch in in preparation for winter break so that we can make sure that we have stuff for our Patreon people. If you want to know all the dish that's going on lately, uh, sign up. We just crossed 2,000 people, which is insane i'm going to be sending out bidets to some lucky winners <laughs> so they can that, have so clean anal that i will announce at the end of the podcast for our patreon people so that they can, they can have clean anal with us if you didn't watch the other way you don't understand that joke That's, it's from jihoon of devin and jihoon it's a really strange Please thing for me to say go watch if, it if out of context <laughs> um kim have you installed your bidet yet not yet your celebratory bidet i it's a new year's goal you know when 
when when you've worked for startups in the past and they hit some kind of like milestone, you should, you have a party. Yeah. People get sweaters. We we get clean anal. We get clean anal <laughs> over here at Cray Cray. Who should we start with? You want to start with something hilarious or something serious? Fuck. I don't know. Surprise me. I'm scared. Let's start with Robert and Annie. Oh, you went Mike and Natalie or Robert and Annie? Let's start with Robert and Annie. It's funny. This was really funny. This is, is Annie trolling us? I think she has to be trolling him. I because th- she is laughing the whole time. She is giggling. Like she is having the best time. I've ever. never seen her so happy. She was really funny this episode. I wonder if they have started to actually mature in their relationship, or she just hates him so much that it's just time to fuck with him. Yeah, I don't. The the, I think he's trying to manipulate her with the birthday cake. You oh. know. Manip- definitely manipulated with cake. Yeah. Bryson appeared to be the only one that actually ate it, though. Yes. Nobody was eating the cake, and I was getting very upset. Yeah. Very upset. looked fantastic. I have to say, though, Annie and Bryson, like, they're adorable together. Like, yeah. you can tell she really cares for him. They have a good relationship. Bryson likes her. For sure. Um, Yeah, she's just cute. So, it, it just takes I'm so... I'm still mad. <laughs> but they surprised me with cake, so that's nice. <laughs> Uh, didn't now work I with Angela see, for now, Michael, but it worked with Annie. Manipulation with cake. They got me cake, and now I want to see some titties. <laughs> so, okay. I'm a sexy girl, and I like to show the parts God gave me. That was a great line. She's like... Everybody enjoy. I wrote it down. Boobies and bigger ass. Everybody enjoy. <laughs> yeah, girl. Get yep. it. Yep, sure. Get it. I bet Tanya would appreciate that. I just, I thought it was hilarious that they went from this wholesome family moment of eating cake as a family to like immediately, no, we got to shut that down. Let's go to the fucking strip club. (laughs) It does take, it took so little for Annie to feel appreciated though. And she was like, you know, she's been complaining about the clothes in the apartment and whatnot. And she says, oh, now I feel better just because of the cake. That's all took. Just buy her freaking cake once a week for God's sake. Do we really believe that Robert is so offended by the strip club? I don't know. Okay, so this was curious to me. Like, he says he's an old man and he doesn't want to go out, but like... Which, to be wh- fair to him, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel, about too. the strip club. I don't want to go to the strip know, club. Fine, yeah. I mean, I really... I want to watch The Mandalorian and get really high... <laughs> I want to watch a show and then talk to you about it. That's yeah. really the extent of my fun. Uh, I even when I, this was is like, our fun. Yeah. Imagine even, being us. <laughs> <laughs> even in my early twenties, I didn't really ever want to go to the strip club. I just, I went a couple of times. I didn't really have super fun there. Back to Robert and Annie. So I think that Annie, she, she only wants so she wants to have some fun. She only wants twenty dollars. Do you know how much $20 gets you at the strip club? Like not much. Isn't it like you're like that's like one dance that's and like it's not even a, and it's not even a lap dance either. I thought at, like at strip clubs in Vegas you can only get bottle service, right? Can you get individual drinks? Oh yeah. I've only been twice and I've only had bottle service. That's I Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, ball services for huge tech douches like your oh, friends. Yeah, like my bros that I yeah, work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, work trip. It's also a wide gamut in Vegas. It's true. I've never been it's to true. a I've never been to a Vegas strip club, but you can take one look at them and oh, that's not the one. Keep moving. Okay, can we talk about the umbrella? <laughs> No, 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 we can't. There's no umbrella. Uh, Annie, Annie is the only human being that has ever been surprised that it's raining in Florida. I know. And then how does Robert not have a freaking umbrella? Cardboard. He is cardboard. Where does he find the cardboard? I I feel like it would be harder for me to find cardboard in my house than an umbrella. I get too many Amazon packages. I have cardboard at a a moment's notice. Yeah. But the only thing I can think is maybe he's just so cheap that he's worried he's going to lose the umbrella at the strip club. Okay. That's, he has to have. One. 
The strip club wasn't even crowded, though. What was the strip club? I have to say, I was impressed with the pole dancing at the strip club. It was incredible. Very athletic. Yeah. Very athletic. Matt Sharp financing lap dances left and right to fuck with Robert. <laughs> Good for you, Matt Sharp. This, I mean, but whoever was dancing, I was like, damn. There is like, have you seen this movie? It's called Hustlers. Have I ever talked about it? No. And yes, you have. <laughs> it was like almost as good as that uh yeah so like j-lo level Uh pole dancing well robert's not impressed no and he was having more fun than me which was odd hmm why is he such a sourpuss like his face is just like debbie downer the whole night freak should not tell me like i get it you don't want to be at the strip club but like is he's he looks like he's just not having like any fun at all. Like the whole night. Like, and he's not even trying. I think there's a dark history at strip clubs for Robert. I think he's been to many a strip club. Why didn't he just take her dancing? That was the other option. She's like, I want to dance bachata. Like, can you take me somewhere to dance? Oh, no, dance. Okay. Well, Robert, if you don't dance, where are you supposed to go? He just wants to take her to some sports bar. I agree with Annie. That's boring. You watch TV. It's boring. I wonder if he's triggered because I wonder what porn granny's daughter does. Do you think that maybe she's a dancer and that's how they met? So the word on the street is that she's also an adult film actress. And so, yeah, I don't know if she perhaps did some dancing in her past as well. He's, run, he's worried he's going to run into her. Yeah, well, run it, or maybe, I don't know. It sounds like they did not part on very good terms. So I just don't get the judgment. Yeah, it's, he's so judgy. He's like, I need a moral woman. I'm like, what? No, no well, okay. This whole thing is such horseshit. I guess I'm he getting wa- ahead of us. We should talk yeah. about, yeah, first the judgment for wanting to go to the strip club at all. Which, like, I don't know. <sighs> He's pretending like he's so above this. But you know he's been to the strip club a million times. Right? So what is with the... I don't know. I We'll talk... There's real reasons later that are very clear. Yeah. So the ITM where he turns to her and is like, were you a stripper in your country? That was That was pretty cool. That was so fucked up. He literally asked her if she likes strippers so much because she was a stripper in her country. I like going to the bar. Doesn't make me a fucking mixologist. Right? Okay. Right? Like, that was insane. It's like Michael, the Michael and Juliana storyline was that the visa um, interviewers at the embassy asked her if she was a prostitute, not her fiance with Annie. It's her fiance. That's asking if she's a stripper because she likes going to the strip club. So messed up. We don't judge sex workers on this show. No at all. And the fact that Robert, I just don't get like, what is, the hypocrisy is rank. And one thing I wanted to bring up is like, why do you think Annie is so into this, but she has super hardcore judgment of porn actresses? That's a great question. It doesn't, the whole thing I feel like is possibly producer driven. And that's why Annie is cracking up so hard. Like, I yeah. don't, I don't know because we know that Bryson's mom's an adult film actress um, or has been at Gra- some point. Grandma. We know oh, that mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mom and grandma. Yeah. And grandma both. Annie was very disgusted when she learned that granny was a porn star. And it it, it is quite strange that then she's very enthusiastic about the strip club. I wonder if, I don't know. She has fantasies. Maybe, she has she, fantasies. maybe she's ashamed of her own uh, fantasies with relation to pornography. So let's talk about the fantasy thing. So what would, I mean, if your wife was like super keen on going to the strip club a lot, like would you be weirded out by that well going a lot <laughs> or i, I mean, guess we she was like a, it's my birthday kyle i mean let's go there would definitely be a conversation in the morning <laughs> in public at a coffee sh- a donut coffee shop about it i think that, that was a tim sure, hortons we would for sure have that conversation right at 8 a.m yeah while drinking a cappuccino they need some coffee yeah <sighs> so bizarre what did he say, though? He's like, 
I need a co- I, I we're going to the coffee shop because last night was hard. <laughs> it was so hard to go to the strip club. Oh. And then Robert asks her if she's been with a woman before, which she responds and this is bleeped out like she touched me? Yes. She kissed me and licked my pussy. Yes. <laughs> we can have a threesome if you want. Just put it all out there, right there. Okay, so let me ask you, if you had known your wife for six months, but let's say it's a long-distance relationship, and this conversation comes up in the first few weeks, what's your reaction? (laughs) Uh, I would be glad that I was learning more about someone I was considering marrying. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but... I would just think of it like you had a one night stay. I'm like, I don't give a shit at all. Yeah. That it's, would it be any better or worse that she met a guy at a strip club and then like she blew him? I don't know. Yeah. Like, like same, same, right? Yeah. Also, Annie has not had sex in like 23 days now since she's arrived in America Basically, because they have to she's sleep having with Bryson. fucking fantasies so right girl now. just is horny she just needs the she needs some sex totally. and I don't think at this point it matters if it's with a woman or a man she's good with anything that comes her way she my girl just needs to be satisfied I think okay? she wants a threesome because that means they can go to her house <laughs> That's totally it. She's like, we need somewhere else to go to bang. Yeah. And if that means that we have to involve a third person, I'm okay with that. Do you know any single women that have an apartment to themselves? That don't sleep with their children. Shit. Let's go there. Even a roommate, as long as they're not in the same room. Or they are. Force them. Shit. It's fine. As long as it's an adult, we are okay. Double or nothing. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Tanya and Sinjin. Okay. Sinjin in a robe, drinking his like Jack Daniels and coffee in the morning, sitting on the front steps, brushing his hair. He's my spirit animal. It's everything. He's awesome. Everything. He's everything that a a man wants to be. And what is he supposed to do? Like he's doing yard work all day. Tanya's at herbal summer camp. Herbalism summer camp. I'm sorry. Hitting on the salsa instructor right on camera. Good, good look. Yeah, was she hitting on him? Oh she yeah, was flirting. She on told him, him straight to his face that he was here. A good-looking black guy in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that we're supposed to be mad at Tanya in this episode, but damn, I will say one good thing about her: her skin is so glowy. That Costa Rica is not. It's it's doing good things for her skin, man. She looks good. That's all. She can't. Call That's the only good thing I have. She to can't say. <laughs> text Sinjin for five minutes, but she can spend two hours putting on makeup with Squad. Yeah, and like walking along the beach and like yeah, in like salsa lessons, salsa you know. lessons, and walking in the water. Now, to be clear, those are all things that she should be doing. Yes, hundred percent. Enjoy just, your time. And we've also speculated maybe the reason why she doesn't communicate with him a lot is like internet problems but i'm surprised that i mean their internet is good enough to facetime yeah we saw them facetiming i can't even facetime with my fucking parents <laughs> their internet is so dog shit that i can't facetime with my parents so we know it's good enough for her to communicate yes, with him and a anytime. text message a hundred percent would go through anytime she wants What's her deal why can't she just send him a goddamn text message when she gets home i think it's completely a i'm in control here thing you're not. Would you ever ask that of like if your wife were in Costa Rica and we're going out, would you ask her to text you? When, my husband wouldn't ask me to do that. Um, n- no, not really. It's a, it's a little bit of a weird ask. I get where she's coming from that it's like. 
I don't know. Yeah, She's looking at it. She, Tanya views it as controlling, but yeah. you could, looking from the other side, see it as like, Sinjin is just maybe worried about her legitimately. I don't know. It's weird. I don't it know. It seems like they are both trying to assert a little control over the situation mm-hmm. remotely with each other in different ways, right? See, this is when it's nice to have a longer period of time to let it sink in and have me form a decision, but we've just yeah. watched this episode, so I haven't decided I, how I feel yet. I'll say this, like, if, if my wife is going out and she's going to, and she says she's going to be back at a certain time, but she's not, that's when I really appreciate a text or a phone call. Yeah. That's kind of sure. like the only time. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, can't you have like a five minute conversation with him when you get home before you go to bed? I don't know. It just wouldn't seems you, like that's an ideal time to talk. And like, wouldn't you want to? Yeah. Yeah. Say goodnight. I like, I, if my wife goes on a business trip, we've been married for six years. I've known her for almost 10. I still want to talk to her for like 30 minutes every call, night. Yeah, I call my husband every night when I'm on to a business fair, trip. To be fair, I know two people, you and her. So <laughs> to be I don't clear, have anyone to I talk, talk to. I talk to two people in life, Kyle and my husband. I, can't, I don't really have anyone it. else to talk to, really. <laughs> um, uh, I talk to Patreon people. That's true. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, what do you, like, okay, can we talk about... Tanya is learning herbal remedies. Sinjin thinks that this is going to secure their financial future. And also Tanya's Tanya's butt is blurred on the beach, which I thought was hysterical. Like she's in this bikini and she's walking in the waves. Uh And it's definitely, it looks like it's probably like a thong. I'm assuming that's why they blurred her butt. Yeah, it looked thongy. That's cool. Also, Tanya is a terrible dancer. (laughs) terrible that he's trying to teach her salsa i'm like girl you can't move at all she's got no moves no game on the dance floor i thought she liked to go out dancing yeah i i, What's I don't wrong? know I can't, why I, can't she dance she dances about as well as i can so i can't judge no i well no i'm a better dancer than her for sure um so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna I'm, say that i'm much more along the lines of sinjin eating tiramisu while you're on the dance floor <laughs> And okay. drinking whiskey. Sinjin eating tiramisu in the morning. How, what time do you think Sinjin woke up? <laughs> Probably like noon. I, yeah, I was going to say like 11. Probably 11. And then so he gets his Jack and coffee. Yeah. In, in like tiramisu's breakfast. Oh, absolutely. Why not? Why was there just a giant tiramisu just like hanging out in the kitchen? I think he, he took it out. Did of the he fridge. pursue that? I think he did. Was it there already? I think he made a choice. Her mom was clearly a little perturbed that he was eating her tiramisu also. Is Sinjin, what is Sinjin allowed to use in the house? He can't even is he allowed go to, eat to the things? store, can he? Is he supposed to go forage some fucking mushrooms to like feed himself? I get, no, what he's supposed to do, Kim? is he is supposed to politely and responsibly request access to his mother's <laughs> vehicle and then drive himself to the local commissary. He's hanging in there, man. But mom is not an easygoing person, as he yeah, says. No Quote, shit. not an easygoing person. And she's yelling at him. Even though he's doing all this yard work for her, he's getting berated all day by Tanya, who's like, I don't have time to talk to you. And he's like, I'm lonely. And then he gets berated by the mother for like consuming items in their disgusting home. That home, that house is so dirty. I was, I was going to say, why doesn't Sinjin clean up the fucking kitchen? But... He can't really, I don't feel like he he, has the longest enough leash to do that. Right, exactly. I feel like if he cleaned up, he'd get yelled at for putting a spoon in the wrong place. Right, or like misplacing something. Like they have something in very specific places. He says he's like picking up clothes around the house. I'm like, whose clothes? Tanya hasn't even been there for three weeks. He's a grown man. You know, I'll encourage him. To get my shit done around the house. <laughs> They're fucking villainous, man. It is a little fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a jo- It would be a funny joke if mom was like cooking for him and like being nice to him, but she's not being nice to him just like, and she's using him. Yeah. Have a normal adult conversation. You can't even, they can't even make jokes. She pours herself an entire glass of whiskey, which yeah, I'm cool with that, soup. but damn. <laughs> she don't. Get your own Jack. I mean, I, if I'm not here, don't touch my Jack Daniels. He's like, okay, sorry. P- what? This poor guy. He has to keep his own stash in the she shed, apparently. 
Oh my God. We have not seen an update on the she shed. I have no, we have no idea what this current status is. No idea. <sighs> I don't know. All right. Rustic cabin scene. <sighs> this was alarming. Okay. It is like 130 degrees. You can see Tanya's like sweating her balls off. There's no deodorant in sight. No, there's There is only patchouli. And just a lot of mosquitoes and just humidity. It's just, yeah. it's small and it's humid. It didn't look like there was any airflow. There's like no windows. There's no airflow. There's probably mosquitoes. And <laughs> I don't think anyone in that room is vaccinated. <laughs> the, the, the one girl has like a fan and she's like, aggressively fanning herself <laughs> wafting her armpits <laughs> to the room in general oh it's so funny they what did the- you think about the pep in my step <laughs> you know he's definitely trying to get a rise out of her and make her feel bad do you think that was a little bit pushed by production he seemed very angry in that FaceTime. he seemed genuinely pissed off yeah which I, I would be too. It's yeah. been three weeks that she's been there and he's probably like at his wits end. He's not a lot. He's been cut off from Jack Daniels. He can't go he anywhere hang around her mom all day. God. And he's babysitting her sister's kid. Imagine if Tanya's mom was like porn granny. That would be an interesting storyline. That would be interesting. He would have no, he wouldn't even have to like, you don't have to call. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just in the jacuzzi right now. I'm Don't the, worry I'm about it. I'm in the jacuzzi it. with your mom. <laughs> She's super hot. Um, yeah. It, I, the, the pep we, I in just my want pep you to in your be, step with I just want growth. you to be happy that I'm going out with my friends to go drink. Do you feel that way? No. I mean, look, if, if, my, if we're here and I'm in my home and I have my friends and my family around and my husband goes to a bachelor party in Vegas for four days or whatever. Yeah. Like, please go have a great time. I want you to have fun. You don't even really need to call me that much. Um, but if I'm dragged to some location where I don't want to be, and I have to hang out with my mother-in-law all day and have her like cut me off from Jack Daniels and tiramisu and and, your husband's still going out drinking and she's forcing me to do yard work all day. And then my husband calls me and he's like partying and having a great time. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. You left me here to do yard work for a month. If my son is having a horrible temper tantrum and I'm like, I got to go podcast. (laughs) I don't, I don't expect my wife to like stand up and fucking give me a round of applause. when I'm going out the door. Did that happen today? No, no. <laughs> it, it's happened before, though. Sure, yeah, I know. You know, sure I, it has. we got to get this shit out the door. We do got to get this content out the door. Um, yeah, it just, can you message me when you get home? I don't know. For me, I just like, if she really, she's like, I don't want to argue anymore. If truly that is your goal is not to argue anymore, then. It's three seconds of effort. Then just do it. Yeah. And talk about it when you get home. Like have a longer discussion about it. That's what I would have done. I think I I agree with you. I think give the baby his bottle with three seconds of effort and then have a longer conversation about it. Also, I do feel like this is just one of those things that can sometimes happen in a brand new relationship when there's a little bit of insecurity from one person and it'll go away over time, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. And he admits he's insecure. Yeah. And Tanya talks about how this is his first relationship ever and he has insecurities. I I don't like the approach in a relationship where they're like I'm going to force you to be the way you should be and right. I'm not going to accommodate your quirks at all. Right. Like guess what? If some people have insecurities, there's probably a reason why they have insecurities. Maybe he's choose, been cheated on. Maybe, you can choose to like help the person through that yeah or you can break up with them instead she's just like he's done he's wrong well he's He's wrong and he shouldn't have these insecurities i'm gonna go tell my bffs yeah i don't know that always just kind of rubs me the wrong way like we all have our baggage and yeah for sure i don't know one one thing that i came away from this scene do you think that we're gonna have team herbalism on the (laughs) tell-all On the tell-all at the same time as Angela? Oh, my fucking God. I hope so. (laughs) Oh, I hope. Please, baby Jesus, for Christmas, all I want is 
this whole squad to show up on the tell-all. Angela's going to come out. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I lo- that would be incredible That's television. Be horrifying. I feel like altogether, Team Team Herbalism could fuck up Angela. For sure. They have to work. They have to work as a cohesive unit. Do they? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. That's their strength. Ange- because Angela- their strength is feminist unity. Kim. <laughs> Angela just seems like too crazy psychotic. Like she would just like. I don't know. Just go super cyan and yeah. 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 Okay. My just last comment. If my, if I hung up on my husband mid argument and I was overseas or on just a business trip, it would not be okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. And I'll end with that. Yeah. I love you, Sinjin. Okay. (laughs) Can we move? Who, who do we talk? Can, let's bl- let's do bummer. Yeah, let's blow My, through some. Mike and Natalie. I want to leave them for last. Let's you want to ha- leave them for last? Okay. Let's talk about for five seconds. Bees. Bees. Fucking bees. It's goddamn bees. For a second, I didn't know. I had no fucking idea who he was talking to, but the voice was also blurred out. This was hard to... Okay, so... It was his mom the entire time. I had no idea. For those of you who missed that we said it last week, th- there's a major fraud on this, and it's very important. Yes. So yes. They are, they, the subtitles, when Marcel calls his parents, and the subtitles initially say, Anna has three children. This is mistranslated, and somebody has posted this on Reddit. You can go to the 90 Day Fiance thread to read the details, but this person speaks Turkish, and what he at what Marcel actually says is Anna just told me she has three children. And not and only that, that makes that changes the entire context of this conversation. Absolutely. And not only that, but the poster said this is not this is not a mistake that anyone that speaks Turkish would make. Exactly. Like this it's was very, intentional. Yes, it was intentionally mistranslated. And so the context of this conversation changes from like, I have to tell you something that I knew to like, Anna just By revealed the to me that she has three children. And that's why the parents are going ape shit. And they they're live like, in a storage unit down by the river. Yeah. Like they're like, okay, no, screw this. She lot. This is, terrible she fooled you she took you for a fool she took you for a fool so it makes so much sense their comments yes the the parents believe that anna has been lying to marcel this entire time which is not the fucking case right and it's so irritating that we don't get that context that not all viewers are going to get that context and i'm not even really that offended by the kind of i guess revelation that they never really liked anna because who likes anna yeah it's kind of you know yeah come on i just found out i've been here two months bees oh three kids i love it how anna's like how did the conversation go and he gives her no details he's just like no marriage don't want <laughs> they you. don't want you thanks thanks, thanks for the thanks very clear thanks for the detailed explanation i appreciate Jesus that herself. makes sense these two should not get married it's they should have been on just landed If you listen to this podcast regularly, by now you understand that we are huge fans of BetterHelp. We don't shy away from talking about the importance of mental health and access to counseling, which everybody can benefit from. But how do you go about finding a counselor and actually going to counseling? Do you just Google therapist? How do you find time to go to appointments? The whole process is really overwhelming. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. That's right. No need to drive anywhere. You can access affordable counseling from your computer, your tablet, or your phone. Talk with licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts. We see a lot of those and much more. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. We understand the promo code is ironic and a little hilarious. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. 
That's C-R-A-Y, C-R-A-Y, to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash cray cray. I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. Any Anything else to say about bees? No. Speaking of horrible, Blake and Jasmine. Fuck. I don't, I think they should have been on the cutting room floor. Yeah, this is boring. I'm sorry. And you know what? They were the only ones that what didn't have a drama explosion this episode. No drama. Okay, I want to say one thing. Everett and Rita, the couple that they go on this double date to Chipotle with, super hot couple. I think Everett is super hot and I think Rita is also super hot. And I was like into both of them. They were way too aggro on her. You think? Yeah. I she's disagree. Just, she's just being Finnish, man. She's just being Finnish, but Rita states, she's like, I want to make her feel welcome. Like her intentions are good, but Jasmine gives her nothing back. Like even when Rita's like trying to ask her questions when the boys go get beer or whatever at the restaurant, she's just, yes, no, probably. She like gives her nothing this to work same, with. This is the same thing that we gave Hazel a pass for though. But Hazel doesn't speak English. Very she well. knows. She knows what's going on. She speaks pretty good English. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But Jasmine, like, she just needs to give Rita a little bit more. Tariq didn't introduce Hazel to any of his friends except Dean. Well, t- and Hazel t- talked to Dean. Yeah. They went to the volcano together because they got matchy matchy t-shirts. We know that was fraud. Tariq introduced Hazel to the only person that came to the Philippines, and you saw how that came, went. <laughs> you saw that went. That so. was such a good season. Yeah, such a good season. Um, yeah, no, they. I don't know. This is so weird. I, I mean, this small talk is like finished death. It's it, yeah. I know. I know it is. It is finished death. But Blake doesn't understand. Seem to understand anything about her culture, even though he's been to Finland like three times to see her. He didn't learn anything about Finnish people. No, not at all. He, he just, doesn't understand he this double date's a terrible idea. He thinks she's hot. They 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 seem to have a genuine rapport in the ITMs where her personality comes out a little bit. Yeah, I could see them like I think that they probably have a genuine connection, but this is going to be really tough for Jasmine because people like, in LA We'll just talk and talk and talk. Like all they go, do is socialize. Going out to restaurants and just chatting with strangers is half of That's, what you do. Yeah. yeah, and not to mention Blake's job or whatever we want to call it is like he owns a production company of whichever is the first artist that he signed, and that involves a lot of schmoozing, it's all networking, and, networking That's all and it events. Is. Yeah, and like they even mention like there's this party coming up, and Everett's going to be on stage, and Blake's probably going to be on stage with him, and like does Jasmine understand that she's going to have to like indulge? You're forgetting one very important thing. Oh, please tell me. There is food on the table, and Jasmine doesn't fucking want to talk while she's eating. Kim. <laughs> All right, should we talk about Angela and Michael? He's K Dunn. He's K Dunn. Although it doesn't seem like they're freaking K Dunn because we see on the preview for next episode. It's it's Angela and Michael's phone. Nobody was surprised because we knew from spoilers that Michael got rejected for the K1 visa. Denied. We also didn't see any. I, I never believe that they're getting here until we see the person in country in the preview. We haven't seen it for Natalie either. I know. We haven't. But. Makes me worried. Once a season, they pull a fast one on us. It's true. You know, we never. Did we see Steven and Olga? Did we see Olga's visa get approved? Remember they went to the embassy. That was when like. No. I can't remember. They were another weird couple that should have been a before the they 90s. They should have been before the 90s, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought this would be, yeah, the end of Angela, but it's not. Does Angela work nights? Because it was confusing in the beginning of the episode when she comes home and like the the kids like wake up and she tells them to wake up and then she calls Michael. Could have been a double shift too. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Um, so did you notice that they blurred the TLC logo yes, on, on her, her pop socket pop socket thing? Yeah, that was so weird. I was like, it's like it's just a TLC logo. Did they just feel like it's a little too self-referential <laughs> and like probably too distracting? It was more distracting to have it blurred. It but, was more distracting. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought about it if I had just seen the TLC logo. 
uh, Michael's like just throwing this paper in front of the FaceTime, like as if she's supposed to read it. So weird. All like, that. How fuck, is she supposed to read that? He fucked her all for nothing. He did. He had to put on the Trump underwear and <laughs> have the sex corner. Well, in, Michael in claims Nigeria. that he loves her. Michael claims that he loves her for real. Yeah. Okay. He see. I mean, listen. He, he he puts on a good show. He does. I believed him a little. Yeah. I mean. Is Michael driving during this entire conversation? He couldn't even bother to pull over. I think I, he was driving the whole time. <laughs> I was like, why is everybody is always Instagram living and talking on the phone while they're driving? <laughs> it drives me. And it's like, you have to pay attention. That traffic looked insane when we saw them in Nigeria. Angela just cannot believe they're denied. I pay taxes. What do you want? A porno? I was like, no, we do Ooh. we do not. Do you want to know how U.S. Customs and Immigration rejects your K-1 application? Yeah. Yeah. That's one so, way. So it is strange, though, that Angela has like been to Nigeria a few times, and they have like a documented relationship on television that, I mean, if you take it at face value, isn't fake. It It is interesting. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, and... You have to think that the Nigerian embassy knows who this guy is. My cow. They watch this show. Totally. You would think. They totally know who he is. Maybe they don't. Maybe they honestly watched the show, especially before the 90s season two, and they were like, this is horseshit. Maybe, because you would think that would have to be part of their application. Like, because you have to document your entire relationship and provide photos. They, so just they sent, certainly would have said, like, they here's, just sent a Hulu link. Yeah. Like, <laughs> our entire relationship has been documented for television. I don't know. But then at the same time, half of the show is everyone around them saying that their relationship is fake. That's true. So maybe it's his friend's fault. And he did the BJ, he did the for real. For, for real. The first season with them will always be the best. Yeah. Um, Angela can't believe they're denied. I don't know. Then we get um, Angela, or uh, sorry, my cow and the goofball scene. Mm-hmm. This scene was odd to me. Um, why did he come in so hot? I don't know. He was, he came You're my in, friends. You should give me a, and apparently he hasn't even seen them for probably months at this point. He just immediately like starts going after them. It's a really bad look. It's also bad because it's bad because Michael is not going to make it to the United States. Let's be honest. It just doesn't seem that way. Now, Angela doesn't have the money for like a real attorney to to fix this visa situation. I don't even know if an attorney could. Her only hope, and I'm not exactly sure what the text of that letter really means. It didn't seem like he was completely denied, only that he was getting recommended to be denied by like another agency. So maybe this isn't completely the end, but also, I mean, she can appeal. She can appeal, but that's, but that's years, that's money, we also that's know, lawyers. We also know from Omar, like it's a lot of money and there's what like, less than 5% chance. Yeah. I'm just worried that this is going to drag on. Yeah, me too. So I guess we'll see. Um, Michael and Juliana. Yes. Let's talk about Michael and Juliana. So not a whole lot here, actually. Um, there were a couple great one-liners though. Cece telling Juliana, she looked like she was in high school and then the cameraman cutting to Michael immediately to catch his awkward face. (laughs) Then there was Juliana, like you're fat. Want to talk about the prenup? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What was that all about? By the way, lose more fat. Let's talk about the prenup, babe. Gain muscles. Gain muscle. Okay. Prenup talk. Lose more fat. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. So, the climbing wall, inside scoop. I feel like this um, scene was filmed much more recently than the rest of the season because I had somebody DM me and tell me that they watched the scene being filmed and it was like in September. Crazy. Or maybe October, yeah. but like recent because most of this was filmed in the summer. Juliana knows what a climbing gym is, but she says only rich people go to it in Brazil. 
I feel like that's <laughs> kind of true here too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> not rich, but like, I don't know. It's not a Saturday activity for, uh, for, most for the average middle American. class Americans. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Um, Kyle, but did you know that Juliana's poor, right? Oh, I, I had to she's be reminded. Poor. I'm sorry. So we, I, she's, yeah. she's never been to a climbing wall before because she's poor. You're right. That's yeah. the reason why she has not been. Did you put that together? She's very poor. You put it together. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. So I'm confused though. The sequin jacket, is it Cece's or was it Juliana's? I don't know. It almost it felt... very confusing. I, I feel like she could wear Cece's clothes, but... It almost seemed, yeah, I don't, it, it was very confusing. It just kind of came out of nowhere. It's almost like they just had costumes at the climbing wall that you could put on. <laughs> I don't know. I made no, it was like disco night at the climbing wall. Cece looks so cute. Well, Cece got out of the car wearing that jacket. Oh, she did. I didn't yeah. even notice that. Okay. And it, she looked adorable. And I even wrote down like, Cece looks so cute in that outfit. And then like Juliana like put it on. And I was confused it, if she was joking around or if she, it was her jacket. And yeah, then Cece makes the high school comment and I we lost it when we, we watched this <laughs> together. It was so funny. All um, right, so Michael broke up with her. Yeah. Because he felt so much pressure from friends and family. So much. That makes sense. Michael seems like a guy that just listens to everyone. Who was pressuring him? It wasn't Sarah. It wasn't Max and Cece. They're children. Maybe it was Max. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. Max could make a good argument probably. Um, but yeah, like, was it his friends? Like, was it his yacht bros? His yacht bros, maybe. Like, who the I fuck? I don't know. I don't, it's so weird. I, I didn't understand the storyline at all. But then, like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he, like, drops the prenup. He just gets decides that they don't need one. Meanwhile, Cece has made it up the wall four times at this point. <laughs> She's like, guys, I was at the top five times. You didn't even see me because you're talking about this stupid prenup. No prenush. No prenush. Uh, it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Dude, It. I still think it makes total sense. I still think. I'm sorry. It's, I, it's, I think it makes sense. Ironically, in Juliana's best interest to actually get the prenup. It probably is, right? Yes. A hundred percent. Juliana, you should be fighting for this prenup. Go back to that mediator and get your fucking head put back on straight. Seriously. God. Even the mediator was like, well, the whole point of this is that it's fair to both people. Right. But you can still be fair to both people and protect Max and Cece in case he drives his GT off a cliff. (laughs) I didn't think that like Michael makes that comment like don't play the victim nothing's happened yet I don't think Juliana played the victim at all no at all she's all she's saying is like I need to make my own money and be independent and I and I agree that with her that like why is into the word independent so triggering for him because he gets so butthurt he wants to like control her yeah he does or he wants to be the hero he wants to be like he wants her to be dependent on him. And he keeps like, he has no argument. No, zero. The only he thing just looks he, boo her. The only thing he does is to try to create this bifurcation between the pre-nush argument and the independence argument. Mm-hmm. But they, they're, they're actually not the same at all. They aren't, but he doesn't have a real argument. It's almost like a process argument. Like we can't argue about independence right now. We're arguing about pre-nush. But they are inexorably intertwined. I guess they are. But I think it's more like there's two different storylines going on now. Like they have brought up now this breakup that they had. And it made Juliana really think about how she can't trust anyone and can't depend on anyone. And I guess the prenush is just like a continuation of that distrust. Right. All right. Mike and Natalie. Big hitters this episode. Huge. Super like genuine fight. Yeah. Didn't feel staged at all. They even were smart enough to turn their fucking mic packs off when they closed and they kicked out the producers and closed the door. This is like the most authentic conversation we've seen the entire season. This was not fake. It was not fraud in. This felt so real. And I understand it was edited in a way to obviously tell a story but all this shit that they like this is a fight this is a real fight 
And Mike going out and drinking for five hours in his pajamas <laughs> is the funniest fucking thing we've seen all season. Oh, Funnier than Sinjin in his robe because Sinjin in his robe is like he's so just dong, He's dong around the backyard. Yeah. Mike in his pajamas is like, I got so upset. I had to leave and I was in my pajamas. And then I went and drank beer for hours out of solo red cups. (laughs) It was great. I loved it so much. So, okay. We start out with a closed door and mom is just like crying in the kitchen. Yeah. And then she awkwardly enters the room and lays down next to Natalie. You know, the, just the fact that that's okay. Uh, it made me, you know, I, I think most people would agree that Natalie came off looking worse than Mike this episode. I thought Mike yes. did nothing wrong. Five hours is a little bit savage. <laughs> to, like seriously, to not that's a long time to not communicate and to just be gone for five hours is a little nutty, but. Overall, I think the overwhelming majority of people would agree that Mike was respectful. He communicated his feelings. He didn't get angry, like, unreasonably. He wasn't an asshole. And Natalie, at the end, she came around a little, but it came off as a little bit, like, manipulative to me. Like, she was saying exactly what he wanted to hear a little bit, like, too perfectly. That's true. However, my point is... I have a little bit of sympathy for Natalie because her relationship with her mom is really bizarre. It's real. It's to an very Amer- close. To an American. Yeah. Maybe this is normal in Ukraine. What do we know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they have a very, um, it seems like they're like all they have is each other or something. Yes, like, that's really what it feels like. But she has lots of friends. She calls her the golden child. My it's golden a little child. Bit, it's a lot of pressure to put on her, right? She's an only child though, right? I think so. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure to put on her. And we don't know where father Natalie is. So Clearly, to the mother, it might be the only person she has. Mom has all these like dreams and expectations. She wants a grandchild now too, probably even more than Natalie. Like they're each other's emotional crutch. And I th- also feel like mom tells Natalie what she wants to hear. Totally. I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why she has a big ego and doesn't like listen. It's because she's been told by her mother that she's perfect for her entire life. And her mom even says like we will fix this. Yeah. We will make up. I'm like you are not in this relationship, mom. It's like Pedro and his mom. Yeah. You know. Although way worse. I mean Pedro at least like has some distance. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's it's kind of nuts. Um, so let's talk about the actual fight, though. Natalie, it was hard to know at the beginning what Natalie was actually upset about. And she explains that she's upset that she doesn't want their future kids to see, you know, to see mom and dad argue about religion and have different perspectives on religion. And I don't really think that's like a valid worry. I agree. It Like, so what? Like, I think lots of people have one super religious parent. I feel like it would only be an argument if she brought it up. Right. And Mike is being reasonable. He's like, well, the kid is going to go to school and the kid's going to hear in school different views on religion. Some people are going to say God isn't real. Some are going to say that they believe in God. And like, is the kid going to be confused then? Like the kid can make up his or her own mind about if. Squam is not a homogenous community like Ukraine. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Are and you being facetious? I don't know. No, I'm being serious. It's not. It's it's certainly not 99.9% oh, Christian, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I think that. It might be homogenous in other ways that you were thinking. He says the child's going to make up his or her own mind. And, yeah. and I did like, I liked that. Like he kid can educate itself. The parent, you know, Natalie can say her views, Mike can say his views, and then they can make their own decision. I feel like they were too heated to have the more obvious conversation, which is like, they they never directly address like, is the child going to be raised Christian? They only kind of talk about in, in the formative years, like when it's young, before it really understands that it has a choice. 
This is this child is so hypothetical. I know, this, right? <laughs> like this it, it, hypothetical child. It would be years child, out anyway. Yeah. yeah, we don't even like know if this child can exist yet. I we don't even know if she has a visa. I'm right. totally Mike in pajamas drinking beer actually brings this up. He's like, we don't even have a visa yet, so I don't know why we're like having this discussion. And I'm kind of with him. It's a valid discussion to have, but it's not. It's bizarre to get so emotional about That's, it yeah. when you haven't really even had a real conversation. All you've all you've done is taken him to church and say, "Do you believe in God now?" He says, "No," and then you have a total freakout. And then she yelled something. She basically accused him of not being interesting and like you only like bowling. Yeah, what that was, was kind of weird. You only pl- you play bowling. We What's have, wrong with you? You're not interested in anything else. I would want to watch him going bowling with. Bojangles, but we haven't even seen that. Oh, I would die for that. Yeah, Mike's like, I'm interested in lots of things. He yeah. really defended himself well. And by the way, like you're accusing him of not being interesting. It seems like all you care about is going to church and having babies. So is that any more interesting than bowling and trees and Uncle Bojangles? No, she runs, Kyle. Oh, sorry. She runs. That's super interesting. Sport is very Tell important. Tell me more. Sport is important for head and for heart. Now, is that, I do. Is that what she said? She, I, I mean, according to her Instagram, she is like very well traveled and she's interested in lots of different things. But like, it's just a bizarre thing to accuse someone of not being. It's clear that she's accusing him of that because just because he's like not religious. Yeah. Any any other just general high level thoughts? Great episode overall. It was great. Even if you don't like these people. A lot of stuff happened. God, the Annie is definitely trolling us, right? That's my, I think that might have been my favorite part is Annie just grinning. She was having so much fun fucking with him. Great. Just great. I loved, um, just a good strip club scene. Yes, it was. We've had some really bizarre love after lockup strip club scenes. Yes. They seem to be more, they seem to be more common on love after lockup. Yes, they do. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but the Mike and Natalie stuff, super authentic. And again, probably the only truly authentic storyline and couple, because we know that there was just so much manipulation allegedly in Michael and Juliana's storyline. And also allegedly. The, and they're not, and, they're, you know, what's interesting. Like they're not setting up horseshit scenes. You know, I think that might be what it is. No, that's what I'm talking about. Producer intervention. Yeah. yeah. Like with, you, you know, it's not even Mike isn't even meeting with his sister to talk about Natalie and she's going to say no. she's just in it for a green card and blah, blah, blah. They're not even like going to they, they've only met with her friends once was like the only like clearly like you just have to check that box. I type loved thing. it, too. I but I also scene. believe that they would have done it anyway. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Because she's she loves him. She wants her friends to meet him. Yeah. And the mom stuff, the mom has like no ability to fake anything. She's just 100% authentic yeah. Ukraine mom. And then, yeah, this church stuff is real. And he talked about it even before he went over. I don't know. I'm And, and they're not spoiled. So I don't know what happens. But which is, is that great? Is that in and of itself a spoiler? Oh, maybe. Do you I know see, what I mean? Yes, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Maybe, I mean, she could have got her visa and they just... We haven't seen the state of Washington marriage certificate. Therefore, they're spoiled because they're not married. Well, but we don't... I think that with them, the question is like, will she get the visa or not? Yeah. I don't think that we're like to the point where they could be married yet. Mm -hmm. So that's my guess. I don't know. All right. We won't be here next week taking a winter break sorry but, not sorry yeah we'll be <laughs> back on i think it's january 6th i think is monday we'll be catching up we It'll may be have great. we may have like a short patreon episode before that yes if you want additional bonus episodes over the winter break subscribe to our patreon at reality or sorry patreon.com slash reality cray cray um we, we have an episode dropping christmas day we do and new year's day um i have an interview with Corey dropping new year's day um, it was actually a really interesting interview. Um, gave me a lot of information. I thought it was great. And anything else to say? Happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you so much to our Patreon members for supporting us. It Over 2,000. It's crazy. Yeah, it means and the world to us. Since this is like the end of the year, 
this is like our last public episode of the year. We just want to say again, thank you to whether you're a Patreon subscriber or not. Like, it's crazy what this what we what this is <laughs> what has just happened this year. Yeah. When we started this year, we were on season six. Kind of hated our life. Still traumatized. Like, not even sure we were going to keep <laughs> doing this because season six was just like awful in general. But people, and especially after that weird like 90 day gap that yeah. will, that probably will never happen the again. hiatus, February to April. Yeah. And that's the reason we started Patreon ever since April when before, well, when happily ever after came back, um, this show has just continued to grow and grow and we are going to hit almost 5 million listens this year. Mm-hmm. It's total madness. And so we really appreciate all of you guys Keep the feedback coming. Keep talking to us on Instagram. Join Patreon if you want more. You don't have to. We appreciate people that also uh, use our sponsors. We have some great sponsors in 2020 because you guys are using the people that pay us money to talk about their products. We really appreciate that too. That helps us just as much. It does. And we are selective with our sponsors. We have been asked to rep poop tea i just turned it down again the other said day no many they times fucking, like tried to talk to me again the other day and i, I said know. no i saw i was like no um but yeah it it it's just been such a fun ride we we hope that 2020 we grow even more and we you know tell a friend about the podcast that needs to talk about 90 day fiance. This show continues to grow. There's more and more spinoffs. There's more and more seasons coming up. I don't think we'll ever have any hiatus ever again. No, this just seems they're just overlapping seasons now. So I couldn't do this. I wouldn't have done this anyway, but I could not do this with anyone else other than Kim. Yes. It's been, it's been a fun, but wild ride. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're a great partner to do this with. You're like my best friend, and I just am really grateful for bringing me on to do this this silly show that is just like <laughs> kind of exploded. I I had no idea. If we weren't best friends before, we have no choice but to be best friends now <laughs> because we basically spend four <laughs> nights a week together. Podcasting. And I don't hate you yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, how about that? Wait till I take you to church, though. Oh fuck. <laughs> And on that note, have a great new year. Have a happy holidays. And we will see you after the first of the year in 2020. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks.